Hi, this is David Steele of the Orlando Magic and Fox Sports Florida, and you're listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast from the guys at Orlando Magic UK. Now it's over to Garrett, Mikey, and Paul. Go Magic! What's up, Magic fans? Uh, I'm Mikey, and welcome to Penny for Your Thoughts. Uh, we've got another cracking show lined up for you this week uh, with our guest, Dan, who we're going to come on to in just a minute. Um, but boys, Garrett, Paul, how are we? G? Right. Very well, thank you, mate. Yeah, yeah, can't complain. Before we carry on, I'll, you've got to tell you've got to tell everyone this story of your builder situation that you uh, told me about oh, this afternoon. Man. So, yeah, so we're getting a new conservatory put in and um, he said, yeah, we'll rock up next week. Um, this was week before last. A couple of days go past. They didn't turn up because of the weather and whatnot. Uh, they turn up. First guy gets, so there's three of them. First guy gets out of the car. He's wearing a Swansea City tracksuit top. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Uh, being a Cardiff fan, of course, and thinking, oh, gosh, okay. Second one comes out. He's wearing a Liverpool beanie. And as everyone might know, I'm not a big fan of Liverpool Football Club. The third one turns up wearing a Miami Heat uh, beanie as well. So um, <laughs> I thought, I'm not even going to tell them I'm a Cardiff Magic fan. So, you know, I just don't want them to ruin the job. So, uh, <laughs> are you sure, yeah. You sure the company's not been trolling your Twitter <laughs> yeah. account, mate? Yeah, I know. Probably have, mate. <laughs> That's not Make a good sure you check all the bills when they come through, mate. You're probably going to get charged double. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you couldn't have made it up, though, could you? Oh, um, no, you couldn't. Gee, what's the uh, national flower of uh, Wales? Oh, that would be a daffodil. Daffodil. Friend. And the person that needs to be careful with daffodils this time of year is Mr Bacon, who's also been stabbed today. Feeling all right, yeah. mate, after your vaccine? Yes, I did check that there was uh, no daffodil sap included in the AstraZeneca um, <laughs> vaccine. For those that aren't aware, as a uh, former police officer of 30 years, big roughy tufty bloke, I am allergic to daffodil zap- sap. Mauls <laughs> <laughs> <Excellent>. me. <laughs> so, you know, if ever you're doing anything and want to get away from me, just wave a bunch of daffodils, get back. <laughs> Whoa, no need. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, all right, mate. No problem at all. We'll, we'll bring the ice up on another episode, Paul. All right. Oh, mate, you don't want those. <laughs> you don't need those stories. <laughs> and uh, and we're also joined by our friend, uh, one of our followers, uh, Dan Shepherd, who's one of our UK Magic followers. Dan, hey. how are you, mate? Yeah, very well, thank you. You're all thank- good, guys. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for coming on. <clears throat> um, thanks, for those thanks who for don't- invite me. Well, for those who don't know, Dan is you actually helped us create our Magic UK logos. Um, so we haven't actually had a chance to thank you. So thank you <laughs> for doing that. Um, <laughs> no problem, my pleasure. We've texted each other for ages. Ago. Yeah, it was only. A yeah, few it feels years like ago. it's. It feels like a long time, doesn't it? To be fair, it certainly was. Um, so yeah, so we haven't had the chance to thank you for that. Um, happy birthday for the other day. You just turned forty, and if you hadn't, if anybody mm. hadn't seen, go on Dan's. Uh, Twitter feed. What's your handle, Dan? Uh, was it 3D Dan46? Yeah. And your wife made you a uh, 40th birthday Epic. cake, mate. That was cool. Yeah, she, she she did get it made by she She's not going to take claim to it, to be fair, but she got it ordered <laughs> and uh, made for me. But yeah, the, the cake was awesome. Absolutely brilliant. 
didn't expect that the at all. Detailing on stuff was incredible. I've I've kept stuff to be fair in the kitchen on the side. He's, he's <laughs> pride of place. I've still got to know what flavour was it, by the way, the cake. It it was chocolate in the middle. Oh, yeah. good man. So good combo. Yeah. You can't so, go wrong with no. a, a chocolate cake unless you get right. When we were on holiday, how many times did you have the opportunity of chocolate cake and went for carrot cake instead? Oh, it's always carrot cake, mate. Always. And then went back for a second piece of carrot of yeah. chocolate cake. Yeah. <laughs> Truth be told. But funny story about G and his di- and his diabetes. I don't mind, you don't mind us telling the story, GD. So go on. Um, was it our last day in Orlando when we went for the playoff trip? And we went to it, we went Universal. to Voodoo, yeah we went to Voodoo Donuts at Universal, and yeah. I, I couldn't believe when Jeff, when Geraint's asked the bloke, "Do you do any sugar free donuts?" I just had to roll <laughs> over and laugh. He said it was a good idea. <laughs> it, it said it's a good idea, but yeah, in America, asking for a sugar free donut is not going to happen. Yeah, not yeah. <laughs> um, so, anything nice is an alien concept. Let's be fair. Very true. That's true. Yeah. So, Dan, how did you become a Magic fan? How long have you been following following the uh, uh, blue and white? Si- since uh, way back in '93. So, first time we went, first time I ever went to Florida, I was 12 at the time, and uh, saw a few, well, quite a lot of Magic gear and stuff in around the area. Obviously, that was obviously back at the Shack and Penny sort of draft stage, and um, yeah, just sort of like got interested in it straight away came back after that and then found out that there was a local team in the local league you know the national league next uh, about five minutes down the road from me started going to that and then just got the itch for basketball got a hoop in the back garden played at school and then went back in 95 to florida um, to orlando and obviously the time we went as well absolutely spot on it was may early may i think so we watched the indiana series when that went to seven games and we were there for the first two games of the finals as well which was great, but obviously <laughs> not so great in the results. But yeah, did you yeah, go to the it. finals games as well? Now we tried. Games. We drove to the arena and everything. We were outside. Just they, the price for some of the tickets they were asking for was absolutely ridiculous for the, yeah. the guys outside. But yeah, they were they were gold dust back then. So um, we what tried. Do you, but, what yeah. do you remember about that Indiana series then being in being in the older uh, Orlando arena? Yeah, that was great. I mean, the end of that series was awesome. The uh, Everywhere we went as well, we watched it in a hotel, like in a bar somewhere. And there was always Indiana fans sat in front of the TV in, in Orlando. But they just, with the kits on and everything, couldn't believe it. But we won, obviously, I think six and seven, or we won seven for sure. But I think we might have lost six. But yeah, yeah, we, we lost did, six. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Blew them out in game seven. Yeah. And, uh, and then again, the finals, when we got there, every bar we went to, there was Houston fans everywhere. That <laughs> didn't go down too well oh. for those, those first two games, but... Nothing's changed go. all these years later then, really, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kind of like... We've yeah, always been outnumbered. Yeah, that's it. That's it, exactly. Cool. Well, we've got some yeah. more questions to uh, throw at you a little bit later. Um, we'll do a quick roundup of the last week's games. We've had a good week to talk about. We're all happy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, well, you think the last few weeks we've been like, nah, losing week, losing week, losing week, and we were all wrong last week, so there we go. Um, so the Magic uh, finished a four-game West Coast road trip by playing the uh, the Phoenix Suns. Um, we've been under man for what feels like a couple of months now, um, and the Magic only had eight available players um, in Phoenix. 
And we even saw Vooch and Bamba playing minutes together at one point, um, which never happens. Um, but in a nutshell, the Magic struggled scoring. They, they really didn't have an answer for Devin Booker. Um, Magic dropped that one nine, uh, 109 to 90. Um, they had two days off uh, before they flew home back to play the uh, New York Knicks at the Amway Centre. Um, Evan Fournier returned. Um, we had all 11 players available, uh, all, all featured in that one, um, which included Jason Randall, um, who was signed as a replacement for Frank Mason Jr., who, surprise, surprise, had an injury. Um, he's on a two-way contract. Um, but the story about that one was was Terence Ross, the human torch, lit the Knicks for 30 points um, and the Magic went on to win 107 to 89. Paul, what did you think about the uh, the Knicks game? They needed a win. Right. Um, I think I called it the, the review on, on the website, Tenacious D and Shooting the Three. That, that was the game that we played. It was fantastic to see. We got contributions across all 11 players. You know, some more than others, obviously. Um, look, I, I think the game, the magic play was actually summed up in that. It was typified by that final minute of the game. Um, we got the a Ross three, Terence Ross three. Uh, Michael Carter-Williams drove to the basket and, and muscled it home. And then very last play of the game, we get um, a block from Kem. It, it, the game was summed up in three plays in that final minute. Uh, great hustle, good shooting, good strength. Um, as you say, T. Ross absolutely lit the game up. Um, the other thing for me on the night, 27 assists is really good. We, we moved the ball so well. And something that we don't necessarily normally get, we got a lot of points off of the other team's turnovers. We got 29 points off of Nick's turnovers. Um, yeah, the the defence in the second half, holding the Knicks to 33 points in the second half, stunning, and forcing them to go 15 field goal attempts without scoring. That's some that's some effort. Yeah, it was great. Loved it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. It was nice to watch a really good yeah. performance for a change. Absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, we we then faced the Warriors um, again. Clifford had 11 players available. Um, Gary Clark, who started, I think, eight games in a row, didn't even feature in that one um, and was left on the bench. Uh, the Magic come out firing and built a, a double-digit lead before the Warriors torched us in the third quarter. Um, we had some comments from Garrett, who wasn't happy with the referee in. <laughs> surprise, surprise. It's <laughs> <laughs> change, eh? <laughs> it wasn't. But uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, but the Magic were down by, I think, as many as 13 um, before really, yeah. it was all about the fourth quarter. Um, Vooch finished off with his third career triple double, first center in magic history to do that. Um, and really, it was Chuma Okiki's fourth quarter, wasn't it? He had a pair of clutch three points, uh, three point shots, um, some terrific defense. Um, it was just, and we had we saw the same last night against the Detroit as well. Um, but he had three blocks in the game, he was rebounding the ball. He was just being an absolute pest defensively. Um, and you can start to see those little um, clips of what he can potentially do. So, uh, Dan, what did you think about the Warriors game? It was a good, it was a good game to watch. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's sort of pleasing on the eye, that one. It's a real nice game to watch, but that usually goes hand in hand with Golden State as well. They're quite an <laughs> attractive team to watch. Yeah. But we, um, we matched them all the way. I mean, 
the energy from the start for me was impressive because we looked like we had a point to prove from the loss we took up in their place, you know, a week or so before. And that's nice to see because it's like the guys have, you know, they took that personally, come out, really gate, took it to them. And obviously that, you know, when the Warriors came back in the third and we were, we were down, we just didn't drop our heads, kept fighting hard. And obviously Chuma, it's a great, you know, response from a rookie to pull it out in the fourth quarter. Um, and obviously Vooch was just immense. I mean, that's a, that's a huge triple double, you know. You can't, you can't complain with that at all. So, um, yeah, really pleased. And I think we hit 18 threes as a team on 42% shooting. So you take that, <laughs> take that any game, Every really. Night. If yeah. we can, you know, shoot like that, it, absolutely. Evan again was huge as well, 28. I thought we hit some really big shots, um, uh, you know, tough shots as well. So really pleased performance, pleasing performance for me. Yeah. It's been important getting Evan back, definitely. Um, so... Just to finish off this week, uh, we all watched this morning uh, the Pistons game from last night. Um, the only two noticeable players that we didn't have available was Cole Anthony and Aaron Gordon. Uh, the Magic got their noses in front early. Um, they got themselves a double-digit lead in the second quarter. Um, Detroit, to be fair to them, never really gave up. They, they, they were playing hard. Um, we were good defensively but it felt like we were always keeping them at arm's length and every sort of little little run that they made, we responded with one of our own. Um, really, as a top-heavy scoring, Vooch had 37, Fournier had 29, Ross 17. Um, they were the main scorers in that one. Um, to win our third straight, so the Magic won 105 to 96. G, what did you think to the Pistons game, buddy? Yeah, well, that was probably the third best performance of the week against the the you know the least of our opponents. So to get that, um, you've made a couple of points already. You know, um, we controlled the game. They made runs. We'd get a, a big bucket from Fournier or Ross uh, just to keep them at arm's length. Um, you picked up on um, some of the stats as well. But interestingly, uh, in terms of minutes, you've got. Vucevic, uh, Fournier and Ross, who played over 30. The next two, uh, Michael Carter-Williams, who's obviously a starter, and Chuma Okiki. So people are talking about bringing Chuma along, uh, making him, you know, maybe he starts, but he's getting the, the playing time off the bench and he's, you know, contributing, as, as you've mentioned. Um, but Michael Carter-Williams um, has really been a revelation coming back into the starting lineup, especially, um, was it the last four or five games, whatever it is. Uh, you know, he just brings that, leadership, uh, that tenacity on defence, uh, that ability to put the ball on the floor, drive uh, at the defenders, uh, and it's making the, de the defence collapse. Uh, and it's given, you know, Vucevic, Ross, Fournier, uh, opportunities of better percentage shots. So, no, it was, it was a very good performance. Get the W. That's the one we thought we'd win. Um, so, yeah, let's do it again tomorrow night now. Absolutely. Um, so after uh, last week, uh, the Magic have now won four out of the last five games, three straight. Um, we're 13 and 18 in the Eastern Conference. Uh, sorry, we're 13 and 18 and we're 12th in the Eastern Conference. Um, we are three games back of Indiana and Toronto, who are fourth and fifth. Uh, two games back of the Knicks, who are in seventh. So they're in that first play-in spot. Um, we're six games better than Minnesota, who've got the worst record in the league. So for those who want us to tank, um, they're seven and twenty-four, and you're not going to catch them, even if you wanted to. Um, 
the only two players that are really notable injuries, uh, Cole Anthony's obviously got that displaced, he's got a rib fracture, um, and Aaron Gordon's obviously got his high ankle sprain. They're both out until the all-star break. So if we can stay healthy until then um, and get those guys back, I don't see why we can't keep keep this going. Um, guys, how are we feeling about the team now? Um, obviously, one, three straight. We're two, back, two games back as seventh. Um, I think we're right in the playoff race. I don't see why we're not. And uh, how do we think? How do we think it's all going to go? Do we? Do, I don't think any of us want us to tank. But do you think the Magic are going to play it out? Do you think we're going to upgrade at the deadline? Stand pat, Dan. What do you think, mate? Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, the team's fighting for sure. They're not giving up, you know, in any way. And the last week or so, I think you can see Vooch, Evan, and Ross. They're all those three are producing every game, and then you're getting contributions from someone else, almost different one every game, you know. And it's um, it seems to be working for us. So, yeah, I think Clifford's doing a great job as well. I think he's done it. You know, the team are playing for him. No one's given up on him at all. So uh, they're all buying in. And I think if we can just keep healthy, that's the main thing. There's no reason why we can't keep this run going. But I don't think we should rock the boat too much come the, the deadline. To be honest, I think if we can get. Aaron back and obviously Carl after the All-Star break, then uh, <clears throat> there's no reason why we can't make a run, for, yeah. for, you know, in my eyes. There's an argument that if we were healthy with Isaac Foltz and everybody available, oh, we'd look, be a top four team, top, top six. I, I think top six. I don't think much higher than that. What, what do you think? Do you agree? Yeah, I was going to say, I was just going to say, if you look at the fourth place team at the moment, I think they're just one game over 500. So... You can't tell me if we were fully healthy, we wouldn't be at that record or, or better, I think, to be honest. So there's a chance, yeah, you could be, I think, around that four, fourth seed, to be honest. But, yeah, it's not meant to be for us, obviously, this year. <laughs> How do you see it playing out, Paul? Well, obviously, Mikey, I'm never going to say that we should be tanking. I, I don't watch sports to watch my team lose. Um, I, I can see the argument behind it but it's not something I'm wanting us to do. As far as where we are, I, you know, I was very high on the team anyway. I think injury-free, we had a very, very good chance of being a high seed. Um, where we are now, I'm happy at the spirit that we've shown. I'm happy at the effort that we've shown. Uh, we're coming through the injury crisis. We've kept relatively close to a lot of teams that are higher placed than us in the Eastern Conference. Granted, it's a weaker conference, but we are right in the mix and we get a few results together. Uh, the second half of the season, hopefully, is kind to us in the schedule. And I think we're still right in there. I'm more than happy. And the thing is, we've only got, we've got five games until the All-Star break. Looking at them, we're obviously going to talk about them coming up, but we've got Utah, Pistons again. We've got, the Nets, Hawks, and Dallas. To me, there's mm. there's four or five of the, sorry, there's three or four of those games that are winnable games up until mm. the All Star break. You only need to be a couple of games back of five hundred. Mm. We don't know what the second Definitely. half of the schedule is going to look like, but if we're healthy, why can't we keep it going? G, what do you think, mate? Mm. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what the guys said. To be honest with you, you know, keep it going, try to stay injury free. Um, but just to pick up on, you know, some other points, um, with the trade deadline coming up, um, we're going to have 
Uh, we've, of course, had Al Farouk Aminu's come back. Um, we spoke about this this morning, Mikey. You know, yeah. his defence has been uh, sublime and something we've really missed out on. And you kind of forget what kind of player he is and what he brings to the table. If you just find his shooting stroke, then, you know, um, he'll fill that four um, power forward slot. Um, so does that make Ken Birch expendable? Um, could you give Bamba a bit more burn when it comes to, you know, games coming up? Um, and with that, then you might get some value for Birch in, you know, with trade, trade deadline coming up. So it's something, you know, hopefully the front office will explore. But other than, other than that, the team performance, no, keep what you're doing. Uh, let's get some more healthy bodies back, get Cole Anthony back. Um, I would probably bring him off the bench, start Michael Carter-Williams. It's going well with him at the moment. Um, and get a bit more offense off the bench. Um, but no, all in all, uh, happy with the way it's going. Well, Bamba didn't play last night, did he? And he only no. played nine minutes, I think, against the Warriors. And in that nine minutes, he was fouling. I think he had four fouls in the first half and he just looked completely out of sync. Um, so it's all right saying Bamba needs minutes, but like Tuma, you need to prove that you 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 got to say to Clifford, take me off the floor. I'm playing well. Like you, you can't keep you can't keep gifting minutes to players. I, I I'm going to go back to this. This is why I don't believe in in tanking so much, or giving young players just just say here's your minutes and off you go. 2014, we drafted Alfred Payton. We and we and we let go of Jameer. Now to me, you guys can correct me if you think I'm wrong. I think Alfred would have developed a lot, lot better had we had kept Jameer, somebody who's, who who took, helped take us to the, the playoffs for several years, played in the finals. He knew what it took to win games. If you had him in his ear and he had to earn minutes off of a vet, I think he would have been not a completely different player, but I think he'd be a lot better than where he is now. And that's my issue with saying, oh, let's just give Bamba the backup minutes. Well, no, if you can't outplay Ken Birch, then you don't deserve those minutes. I don't care if you're the fifth pick, sixth pick, or wherever you come from. You, you've got to earn those minutes. And I think that's what Clifford is all about. It's all about keeping players accountable. You guys agree? I think, yeah, I think when you look last night at um, their young lad, Lee, um, he's come on and took his opportunities. Uh, he's normally a third choice. Um, but he came on and said to the coach, this is what I can do. He was, a, he had a good little game. And I think if you are the third choice or any backup player, uh, this is my argument with Fraser, Melvin Fraser Jr. If you are, I don't care what stage of the game you come on at, if it's only for two minutes, if, it, if it's for seven minutes, those minutes, you've got the opportunity to show the coach what you can do. You've got the opportunity to show the fans what you can do. And you have to take those minutes, um, even if they are the gash minutes, and play your heart out. I'm not, you know, I'm not a hundred percent convinced about Mo Bamba. I think he's got a huge potential, but I'm not convinced that he always wants to put that effort in. Um, I may well, I could well be wrong. I may be selling him down, <laughs> you know, but I'm not yet convinced. I'm not yet convinced. And I think he needs... You look at some of the games he's had and he really does play well. And he really does play well. And you you look and think, you've, you've got some right potential. You are a good player. And then he follows it up with 
the game that he had against um, Golden State, where it was foul after foul, it was turnover, and he, he, he wasn't the same player as he was against New York. And it's it's frustrating. It's frustrating to see. Um, if you live in the UK, um, make sure you never miss another NBA game again or a Magic game. Um, you can watch the entire 2021 season um, by clicking. We've got the link in the description of our podcast. Or if you go on to our Twitter account, Instagram, Facebook, the website, we've got all the links for our um, NBA League Pass UK affiliation there. OK, cool. Um, let's move on to Dan. Let's find out a bit more about you being a Magic fan then. Sure. Off you go, G. All oh, right. Okay. Um, so, how many? Oh, you've obviously attended games. Um, which games have you attended, and what were the experiences like? Yeah. So, um, my first game in uh, in Orlando would have been uh, ninety. No, sorry, two thousand and four, actually, um, against the Wizards when T Max scored sixty two. Oh, <laughs> oh, amazing! What a game. So yeah, that just uh, that was unbelievable for my first game. I couldn't believe it. Obviously, we were a pretty poor team at the time. The record wasn't great. I think we were obviously out of the playoffs nearly by then, anyway. But um, I think that's the season we started one nineteen. Yeah, we yeah. were awful. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't good. Yeah. So I wasn't expecting much other than you know to see T Mac play was was going to be great, and then to see that performance was just um, something else. I mean, in person when you see someone who's who's on it like that. It's just, uh, yeah, something to see. It's just breathtaking, really. But um, I remember he was, I remember he was so on fire at one point. He scored about ten straight, and uh, he was bringing. The, he stole the ball. He didn't even get to half court, and they literally grabbed him around the waist to pull him, and he just chucked it and he banked it in. <laughs> it <was> just, <laughs> didn't count, but it was just like ridiculous. So um, yeah, that was my first game, and we went. It was on the same trip. We went down to Miami actually, um, and we went there about three days later. And we saw him play the Heat in Miami arena. That was Dwayne Wade's rookie season, I think. So he was coming off the bench. So that was quite cool to see him play as well. Um, and then back up in Orlando to play Seattle when they had Ray Allen and Richard Lewis a couple of days later. So got three good games in there. Um, and then the London game, obviously, uh, which we all attended, um, which, yeah, which was well, a great experience. Yeah. Well, kind well, of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of us didn't. You had another experience, Paul, didn't you? Yeah, it was pretty cool, I've got to say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to hang out at the hotel instead with the uh, team. Yeah. One of my so, yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, and we've told the story before of uh, my being on the train coming back from London as I got a phone call from my friend who works with the Magic and saying, um, are you still in London? Because uh, Alex Martins has got a ticket for you if you're available. <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Second question then, um, Dan, what's your favourite Magic yeah. jersey of all time? Bearing in mind you've been a fan throughout all of the jerseys that we've released. Yeah, it'll be the um, the black pinstripe one you've got hanging up behind, the, the Nick Anderson. Yeah? That's my, that's my favourite, yeah, the old school. Um, the orig original road the, jersey. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's my favourite of all. Of all. Cool. I think Mikey's just bought that, haven't you, Mike? I have got a T Mac one for 30. I think I paid 38 quid off of eBay. So, uh, did you? Yeah, happy days. Can't nice. go wrong with, with buying uh, T Mac jerseys. Absolutely. No, no, absolutely. Exactly. 
Like, I on. guess that comment, Mike, he's going to lead me into my question then. Ooh. Of uh, <laughs> Ben, favourite all-time or and current player? Yeah, so the all-time, my favourite all-time player would be uh, Penny Hardaway. Again, when I first started watching the Magic, I just, um, he was just unbelievable. He was such a good player. Just, uh, he had that sort of, sort of it factor, um, you know, with the little Penny and all the stuff that, that sort of came at that time as well. But yeah, he was just awesome. Just a shame that he got injured sort of early in his career and it sort of uh, zapped him really a little bit. And obviously it fell apart when he got traded. But yeah, he was my favourite Magic player. Just a joy to watch. And um, current player? Yeah, I've kind of not really just... I don't think I've got one that stands out for me, but probably Vooch and Fultz I really enjoy watching. They're my two favourite. Vooch is... He's got a bit of everything because he gives you that old school game as well, back to the basket, you know, but then he can step out and be like the modern centre and hit the threes. So he's got a bit of everything, but he's just he's just getting better and better, I think. So he's and the faults again before he got injured. I thought he was up for a big season and he was going to really um take us places, but we'll see what happens next season, hopefully. Yeah, faults was getting really exciting to watch. I've got to agree yeah. with you there. Um and then mate, in your time as a magic fan, most underrated magic player. Underrated, yeah, good one. Um underrated I think going back to like the Dwight you know the, the years when we went to the finals there was a couple of guys like Michael Beatrice he was uh, he was I thought he was pretty underrated on that team you know he did such a good he was sort of the he was the glue guy that did you know yeah. great defensive player hit some big threes um, I can't say Turkoglu as well but he wasn't I guess he wasn't massively underrated but uh, he was another I thought he was he was a big time player for us back in uh, back in that that team and, and, and during that run um, so yeah, probably those two have sort of come out stick 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 out in my mind. Probably Ray for Alston as well. Okay. He sort of come in in that year and and just to be fair, we wouldn't have got to the finals without him. He uh, yeah, he really carried that team. I thought from the point guard from the point guard position that that season. I think I think that's a really good possible. question, Paul. Yeah, mate. I, well, I think it's possible. You look at you know saying some you look at saying something like um, Beatrice or whatever and. You can have, or Turkoglu, and you can have well-respected players who are still underrated for what they actually bring to a team. Yeah. And I think that makes perfect sense. Yeah, cool. You mean like Vooch? Because everyone <laughs> he's underrated with everybody, isn't he? Yeah, there is there is a, a a very very good argument that Vooch is underrated for yeah. for us but in the national down. media. In the national media, he's just yeah. they don't they don't ever mention him. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Gee, tell, tell us that story you said to me about listening to one of the other UK pods earlier. Uh, I was listening to Met the Criteria and um, they were just talking through the um, Eastern Conference All-Stars, who they'd have in, and they're all talking about Zach Levine. Uh, so they're going onto the bench and everything and they mention, oh, the two Miami Heat guys, you know, they've had a bad season, Bama, the bio, should he be in, whatever. Not once did they mention Nikola Vucevic. So I tweeted them and I said, oh, so what happened to that one full page of Vucevic stats then? Because you didn't mention him at all. Oh, sorry, we, we missed him out. <laughs> just get We just get no coverage, do we? Let them no know, G. National game. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know I will. I know you will. Can <laughs> <laughs> you come up with something along the lines of he, the, the team record yeah. made it that they missed the court? But the Heat are like 0. 0.5 yeah, games exactly. ahead of us or something like that. Yeah. They're on a team that's got a comparable, if not worse, record at points. 
And you've got Bradley Beal, who's starting on the All-Star game, who's on the Washington Wizards, which says it all. Crazy. Although, you look at their current form, don't sleep on them. They are are running. They are forming. They are getting good again now. We were good to play them early. Yeah, get them out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dan, I know... Sorry, Paul, go on. I was just going to say, play, well, we, we got to play them before they got to have that understanding. Um, yeah, perfect yeah, time. Before they, before they figured it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, Dan, I know you've got three girls, well, you've got wife and three girls, haven't you? Have. Your youngest is now, what, six, seven months? So how uh, eight hard... Mo- is, eight months. Eight months, sorry. Yeah. So yeah. How hard is it watching Magic Games at the moment? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't get to stay up and watch uh, many live games. That's for sure. So um, it's finding usually on my, my phone or my laptop in the corner of a room somewhere when I can grab half an hour, then that's pretty much what, what it, quiet half an hour anyway. Yeah. But yeah, it's not easy, especially in lockdown when it's trying to homeschool and you're trying to, you know, keep them active and, and whatever. And yeah, it's been a bit of a nightmare, but box scores and uh, yeah, condensed highlights of the, <laughs> of the one a lot of the time. You've got to do what you got to do. Yeah. <clears throat> that's right Homeschool, homeschooling you'll have to use the opportunity of if he scores this three pointer how will that ma- what will that add to the score add three to 72 <laughs> exactly use it use it mate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll just pause the game and then I can yeah throw in a math question as we're going it's not a bad that's shout. sports and PE that's PE and maths isn't it there you go there you <laughs> go <laughs> that's it exactly oh dear I've, I've got two weeks left of it so I'll try that I'll try that this week yeah, good shout. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Cool. Um, so we'll uh, move on and we'll have a look at this week's games um, before um, we, we finish off the episode. Um, so our next uh, show, we're actually, we've got two episodes this week. So we're recording again on Sunday evening. Um, and then I, hopefully by Sunday, we'll have the, uh, the next set or, or the second half of the season schedule. So we're gonna we're gonna have a look at our plan for going forwards with uh, podcast episodes. Um, so between now and Sunday, the Magic have got three games. We've got the uh, Pistons um, again on Tuesday night at midnight. We've got the Nets on Thursday at twelve thirty a.m. and then we've got the Jazz on Saturday at one a.m. Um, so Detroit, what do you think about Game Two then, G in the rematch? Sorry, Paul. Hang on. I thought I'd done research on the wrong game and I'm gonna look a right idiot. No, no, no. <laughs> I know I could do that on my own normally, but hey. It's cool. Uh, Pistons, mate, eight and twenty-two on the season, fifteenth in the east. Only the T Wolves have got a worse record. Um, twenty-fourth on offense, nineteenth on defense, uh, two and sixteen record on the road on a three-game losing streak. We saw them last night, we know what they're about. Um, you've got to expect that uh, Grant is the danger man again. Uh, we know that they play at a slow pace. Uh, we can, I think we can exploit that again. Um, we've won seven of the last eight games in the Amway. Um, in fact, the only game that we didn't win was the one I was at. <laughs> so law. Um, uh, Injury-wise, Delon Wright is doubtful again. Uh, Jahila Kapoor is out after knee surgery. Killian Hayes is out with a hip injury and Blake Griffin sitting out. Uh, so I think 
we're in the same position as before, we, we can take them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we've got a tougher game on Thursday against the uh, the bandwagon nets. Um, <laughs> so I've got, to, I've got to put that in there. Yeah, let's all jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna who's what player, are they signing, what player are they going to sign this week is Demarcus Cousins isn't it apparently yeah apparently yeah. we might go Jordan yeah. next week yeah <laughs> um, so they are 20 and 12 in the east uh, second in the eastern conference um, I think they're just half a game behind Philadelphia for top spot um, they are coming off a 112-108 win last night against the Clippers um, they've now won six straight um, and they are 11 and five at the Barclays Centre. Um, injuries for them. Spencer Dinwiddie's out for the season with an ACL tear, something we all know about. Um, and Man Shumpert's also out. Or, sorry, he was out on Sunday against the Clippers. So who knows whether he'll be back for Thursday. Um, Kevin Durant at the moment has got no timetable on his return, who's out with a hamstring injury. Um, and then they've got three players who are listed day-to-day, which is Tyler Johnson, Jeff Green, and here's one for Paul, Timothy Luau Cabarro. So I was almost going oh, to give you the that Nets. One. I was going to give you the Nets just to say that one. No, I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that name. <laughs> you can just uh, say TLC, Mikey. I can, but I just want to show off. <laughs> uh, they are first in points per game with 121. They're 26th in defensive rating at 114. Um, the Nets have won two straight. But the Magic have won, th- uh, sorry, won three out of the la- three out of four last season. Um, two of those games were in the bubble, which which both teams won um, a game each. Uh, the Magic lead the all-time record, sixty-six to fifty-two, um, and then that leaves us with the Jazz on Saturday. Yeah, so we face the twenty-four and six Utah Jazz, who will be eleven and four. Well, they're currently eleven and four on the road. Um, first in the West and in the league by two and a half games of that team that were yellow in Los Angeles. Um, they have one injury concern. Elijah Hughes is a game-time decision with an ankle problem. Uh, they currently rank, rank fourth in offence, 115.5 points per game, uh, third in defence, allowing 106.3. Um, and the Jazz have won the last three with the last Magic win coming in December... December the 15th, 2018, with a, with a 96-89 win. Good man. So, predictions this week. So, last week, uh, none of us got it right. <laughs> I, I, I text Paul, didn't I, before yesterday's game and said, do you yeah. want us to lose tonight so you can get your prediction right? Um, You're not going to give my answer, are we? No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, me and G went one and three. Paul went two and two, so we were all wrong. The Magic went one and three. Um, Dan, let's go to you then first, mate. So we got, yeah. So we've got the uh, Pistons again. We've got the Nets, and we've got the Jazz. Yeah, for me, I think, Thanks. I think, I think we can get the Pistons again. Uh, I don't like our chances against the Nets. To be, to be fair, away. Um, Jazz be tough, but I'm going to go one and two. I think, I think we get one out of those three. Paul? Yeah, um, mate, I suppose, first of all, we'll have a you know, say well done to Kyle because he was the only one who actually predicted last week that we would have a winning week. Granted, he went 4-0. Um, <laughs> it was hell of a shout to get with the with Phoenix being one of the teams we were playing, but I love the confidence. But he was closest out of us. He was the only one who went for a winning week. For me, mate, um, I'm also going 1-2. and two. We beat Detroit. I think we've got 
a reasonable chance against the Nets with the injury issues that they have. Yeah. Uh, the Jazz, I just see them having too much for us. And uh, there's a couple of players on there that always seem to have really, really good games against us. So, yeah, I'm, I'm one and two. Yeah, right. I, head says one and two. Heart says two and one. So I'm going to go with my heart. boy. Yeah. Uh, beat the Detroit Pistons. Uh, keep them at arm's length like we did last night. Beat the Brooklyn Nets and their bandwagon fans. Um, I think Utah might have a little bit too much for us in terms of depth. Looking at their roster, they're very, very deep. So, um, yeah, two and one. I'm also going to go two and one, but I'm going to be controversial and say we beat the Jazz. There we go. That, uh, that big... Who's the other team that we're beating? Uh, Pistons. We're going to lose in. We're going to lose in Brooklyn. Um, yeah, that's just. I never get these right, so I may as well come out with something a bit controversial, right? <laughs> go for three and zero, then, man. Well, if we had look, this is all counting on whether we don't get any more of those. You know what we've already had a lot of. The start of the season. I'm not even going to say the word yeah. to jinx it. But um, yeah, if we're healthy, I'm going to go two and one. Why can't we beat the Jazz? Eh? If Vooch is going to keep putting up 30, 40 a night. There we go. Cool. Um, we've got time for a bit of trivia. It's not magic trivia, but it's short and sweet. Um, this is kind of in your face to all those t- people that want to get on the tank wagon. Um in the last six years, there's been 15 players that have made the all-star team that have, sorry, that have been drafted that have made the all-star team in the last six years. Can you name those 15 players? Luka. So starting from the 2014 draft up until last season. Luca. Yep. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Yep. Go on, Dan. How many did you say they were? There's been 15. 15 of them since yeah. 2000. Um, was Oladipo before that or was he in? Uh, Oladipo was 2013. Oh, he was just before, wasn't he? Um, I have to top of my head. Hang on a second. Let me think. Give you a clue. One of them, uh, one of them plays for the Celtics. Oh, uh, Jason Tatum? Yep, there you go. Who went there? Who went first? Paul? Yeah. Um, I've actually forgot the geezer's name. Uh, <laughs> D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell's one of them. Yeah. That's who was after. Joel Embiid. Yeah. Dan? Trey Young. Did he make it? Trey Young made it. Yeah. How many? We're missing uh, one. No, no. Keep going. You've got a few more left. Devin Booker. Oh, right. Devin Booker. Yeah. Oh, man. Joker, um, Joker in Denver. There you go. There's another one. Yeah. Mate. Yep. 2014 draft. Digging deep now. <laughs> yeah. One place, one place for Utah. I'm just going to say the teams just to speed up. Oh, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. And. Yeah. Was he in drafted that long? Uh, sorry. No, it wasn't. It wasn't him. No, sorry. The other one that places the Utah. <laughs> Go Bear was further on. You said Mitchell. You said Mitchell. Sorry, I'm getting this completely yeah. wrong. 
Miami. <laughs> Bam Adebayo. Yeah, Bam. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Philly. The other Philly player. Oh, Ben Simmons. Yeah. 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 Pelicans. Ingram. Oh, um, Ingram. Um, Ingram. Yeah. Yeah. Indiana. Sabonis. Sabonis. Yeah. The Raptors. Did you say a nobody, G? <laughs> no. <laughs> Siakam. Siakam. And we've had Embiid, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. There's one you're missing. Place of Dallas. Oh, Porzingis. Porzingis. There you go. There's 15. So on average, right. in the last six years, there's only been two or three All Stars from each draft, and some of them have, uh, and they've gone as low as. 13, 14, 11, 27, 13, and 41. So yeah. people want to say you need a tank for one of these top picks. Yeah, that might work every other year, but there's no guarantee that you are getting a, a future future all-star by picking in the top three every year. It's all about, for me, it's about drafting the right player, not what position you necessarily get. All agree? Agreed. There we go. I agree. Cool. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Dan, thanks very much for coming on, mate. No problem hope, at all. Hope, you, hope you've guys. enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. I just want to say as well, thanks to you guys. I think someone wrote it on the chat in the week, but thanks to you guys for setting this whole community up because it wasn't easy to find people to talk to about the magic before, <laughs> you know, and debate and everything like that. It's, uh, so it's been, yeah, it's been enjoyable for you guys to set this up and, you know, get this community together. So thank you. We appreciate, appreciate it. And like you say, Dan, you, it's, it is debate because... We don't all have the same opinions. Exactly. And the nice thing is that you, you know, you when when we do talk about it on the Twitter group and stuff like that that we've got, there's none of this childish name calling and oh, I don't agree with you, so I'm going to block you now. Or unfollowing yeah, like up. I got the other day. Yeah, go <laughs> up. <laughs> go up, get on with it. That's it. It's all opinion, it's not actually fact, it's opinion. Yeah, nothing wrong with healthy debate, is there at all? Exactly, pal. Exactly. Okay. But um yeah, hopefully when lockdown's over, we are eventually going to have some magic watch parties in the UK and hopefully some more trips over to Orlando, getting a few of us to get together. So, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll we keep this going. And haven't we still got to play the Celtics as well? Pardon? And we still got to play the Celtics as well? Oh, yes. <laughs> we don't like Boston, do we? We don't like a lot of them. <laughs> No, hey, you got the game organised, didn't you, mate? Before we were supposed to be taking on the UK uh, yeah. Celtic side of things. Yeah, yeah, we'll get back. We'll get back on track once we're uh, allowed to, get, to, to get training. Get out of the house. Yeah, get training. Trust me, once, right. once you see me shot, you'll be wanting to trade me. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen G's. I'll be, I'll be getting. I'll be the Gary Clark <laughs> of the team. I'll be getting as many minutes, and when I do come on, Brick City. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Cool. Um, if you haven't already uh, checked out our website orlandomagicuk.com um, as always we've got all our regular game reviews previews that Paul does um, there's the odd articles where we go a bit deeper with our opinions on, on the magic and what's going on we've got our affiliate links on there um, magic moments which Geraint puts up every day uh, or every game day we've got the leader table on there with all of that sort of stuff as well make sure you follow following orlando magic uk on twitter instagram facebook um, and obviously subscribe to our youtube channel and the podcast 
Um, guys, thanks very much. Well, thank, you. thank you again thank for coming you. on. And no uh, we'll uh, do this again on Sunday. Go Magic. Go Magic. <laughs> thanks, Dan. Cheers, guys. You've been listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast from the guys at Orlando Magic UK. Please subscribe to the podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and YouTube. Check out the website at orlandomagicuk.com and support us by using our links to the official NBA store and Fanatics for your official sports merchandise, including the NBA, NFL and many more. And you can follow us at Orlando Magic UK on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. Go Magic!